y'all, and welcome to Chronicles of a Delivered Pit Dweller. I am your host, Amanda, and today I want to talk about turbulence. I want to talk about turbulence because this is something the Lord showed me this morning as I was remembering a flight in my late 20s to visit my dad in Texas, and that flight was so incredibly scary. We hit a really long patch of turbulence that seemed to last forever. I gripped the seat in front of me, and as I did, the man in that seat turned around and held my hand through the rest of the flight until everything smoothed out and the flight was level. What comes to mind when you're on a plane and the air gets rough and your mode of transportation, the plane, is jostled about in the sky? The pilot, right? In those very intense moments on that flight for me, I trusted that he or she would be able to get us through the air safely, no worse for the wear, and land us safely. If we look at Job in the Bible, I'd say he experienced some turbulence in life. If you read his whole story, you might even say he endured an entire plane crash that took his family and everything he owned. Where did his mind go during his trials? To the God who gave it all to him. He didn't denounce God or turn his back. There are several instances where he questioned or felt sorry for himself a little bit. But the point is he kept the dialogue open between he and God and never stopped praising. Moses, he faced trial after trial in Egypt and then by his own people. No water to drink? Let's blame Moses and give him a hard time. Moses gets to be leader? Let's be jealous and create a ruckus within the camp. How did Moses respond? Where did his eyes go when all of this was was happening? To God. He cried out for his people, the same people who caused so much commotion unnecessarily. And David, oh goodness gracious, David. He experienced some turbulence, didn't he? Maybe some of it was self-inflicted, flying into the arms of someone else's wife. But he was sought after and chased by Saul, a jealous king. Yet, David didn't kill Saul when he could have. He kept his heart turned towards God instead of reacting out of the stress of his trials. I love the Psalms because David was so vulnerable and honest with God. He messed up. He turned and confessed and praised. He was being pursued and someone wanted to murder him. He turned and called out for help and praised. He didn't understand. He turned and asked questions and praised. There are so many good biblical examples of amazing men and women of God who faced the turbulence of life and kept their eyes on the pilot. I've been facing that kind of stuff recently, actually the last six months or so, and the things I've learned from the Word of God encourage me to keep going. Not only that, but they also encourage me to keep my eyes on my pilot, Jesus. My response or our response is what matters. I faced a very loud temptation to relapse about six weeks ago. Emotions and thoughts had become overwhelming, and I guess I had decided subconsciously that I could slack off in my daily devotional time with Jesus. Oh, I prayed, and I read my Bible, but there was a little less energy behind it, maybe because I was consumed by those thoughts and my emotions. I don't really know. But isn't it just like the enemy to strike when we're not on our toes? And boy, did he. I didn't relapse, but I was mad at myself for getting to a place that I thought that long and hard about it. 
after I got over my annoyance with myself, I took the script from David and I turned, I confessed, and then I praised. Listen, y'all, when you get saved and start really living a life for Jesus, it is not going to be a bed of roses. There is nothing in the Word of God that promises that. In fact, life might just get a little more difficult. History proves that in the few examples I've given. But Scripture does promise that when we go through trials and troubles of life, we are not alone. And we have the strength of our Father while we are weak. Joshua 1.9 says, This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isaiah 41.10 says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And perhaps my favorite scripture, Romans 8.38 and 39 says, And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. My point today is this. I believe that the turbulence on this flight, the flight of a true Christian towards an eternity with Jesus, is necessary. Right now, the turbulence for me isn't thoughts of relapse, but my physical body. It is betraying me, all My response during this bit of annoying pain and discomfort should be this. Eyes on Jesus. Not outward, trying to figure out how I can relieve this pain temporarily, but inward and upward. Inward to figure out what God wants to teach me and upward to say, Lord, what, whatever this is for, I trust you to bring me through this season of weakness in your strength. I question him all the time and I believe that's okay. My dialogue with him is open and my eyes are up even in my questioning. He doesn't answer the wise. He just gives me the strength to persevere and honestly, that, that is enough for me. What is your turbulence? What kind of trials are you facing that you don't understand? How are you responding? Are your eyes out and looking for a quick fix, whatever that may be for you? Or are your eyes up? Are you asking God what he wants to teach you? Are you trusting him to bring you through no matter what it looks like? No matter what it feels like? Be encouraged today. None of the great biblical characters ever came through to what God had promised them without having trouble. If you are going through something today, turn your eyes to Jesus. Lean into his strength and trust him to bring you through. I am living proof that he will. He always will. So keep going, believer. We got this. Let me pray for us today. Lord, you are so good. Your word is the bread of life and I hunger for it. I'm so grateful for what you teach me through your word. And today, Lord, I ask for a special touch of strength on your people. For those who are walking through unknowns and uncertainties, those who are facing troubles and trials that they don't understand, those whose bodies are betraying them, and those whose hearts may be broken. Lord, I pray for an extra bit of courage for them as they continue to persevere through this hard stuff. Remind them by your spirit that you are with them and will never leave them, just as you have reminded me. And remind us to keep our eyes on you. I love you, Jesus. Gosh, I love you. Thank you for this word you've given me today, and thank you for giving me the courage to speak it 
out even as I struggle. I pray all of this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode at Chronicles of a Delivered Pit Dweller. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please visit my homepage at chronicles21.com where I list a number of resources. Just know that you are not alone in this fight. Not only am I fighting with you in prayer, but Jesus is only a breath away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom.